Hello and welcome. My name is Kyle Nielsen, and this is How You Level Up, a podcast where I ask questions to help you become your best self. Now that you've had an introduction to negotiation, what are some strategies you can enact? What are some avenues you can walk during a negotiation? With our now basic understanding of negotiation, we can take a look at a few different strategies, the different overarching ways in which you might approach your negotiation. There are five basic negotiation strategies, sometimes called negotiation or bargaining styles. They are avoiding, accommodating, compromising, competing, and collaborating. For the last one, collaborating, and for our exercise here in defining these strategies further, collaborating is the same thing as cooperating. The difference could be argued with further distinctions that cooperation is about working with others to achieve your own goals, whereas collaboration is about working with others to produce something together and achieve shared goals though I'm going to mix these two distinctions into one form, naming collaboration and cooperation as collaborating. And it will be clear as to why I'm doing this as we discuss further. When stepping into a negotiation, once again, you are engaging in a process by which you and another party, or multiple parties, attempt to resolve perceived incompatibilities or incompatible goals. This comes in the form of mundane negotiations, like where to eat lunch with friends, what to eat for dinner with your family, what to wear to a party when your significant other wants you to dress up and you want to dress down, to the more critical negotiations like the cost of your house, the possible salary you make at your job, or how much a project will cost with a vendor that you use at your company. Once again, the five basic strategies are avoiding, accommodating, compromising, competing, and collaborating. The first of the five strategies we will look at is avoiding. This strategy involves dodging situations that involve negotiation altogether. The person who uses this strategy has a low concern for themselves and or other parties participating in the negotiation. An example of the avoidance strategy is when one party delays or constantly reschedules a meeting. Their reason for delaying could be a tactic to create space, it could be a tactic to give themselves more time to think, or it could be that within the negotiation they are avoiding discussing certain issues that they feel are too difficult or that they are uncomfortable with. To illustrate further, if a buyer is negotiating with a seller over the price of a house, and the seller refuses to discuss any repairs that are needed to be made before closing the house, this could be seen as an example of avoidance. By not addressing the issue directly, the seller hopes to avoid having to make any concessions on repairs. During crucial negotiations, avoiding certain topics can be a successful approach if the party using the strategy has competencies in their communication skills like perspective-taking and reframing. In this manner, they redirect a negotiation towards favorable topics. 
The second strategy that we're going to look at is accommodating. This negotiation strategy can sometimes leave you with a high concern for others and a low concern for yourself and your outcomes. There are disadvantages and advantages to this style. A basic advantage is that you are seen as trustworthy. A basic disadvantage is that you are negotiating from a position of limited power. An example of this is when one party is willing to make concessions or give up some of their own interests in order to reach a mutually beneficial agreement. Like, if two companies are negotiating a partnership deal, and one company is willing to compromise on certain terms in order to meet the needs of the other party, this would be an accommodating approach. To be accommodating, you need to be flexible and open-minded actively listening to the other party's concerns and needs, and then working towards meeting those concerns and needs. Another example of the accommodating strategy is when an employee agrees to take on additional responsibilities or work extra hours to help out their employer. Surely, in this instance, the employee is putting aside their own personal interests or needs. In this case, the employee is accommodating the employer's requests and prioritizing the success of the company over their own individual goals. Once again, this type of approach can be effective in building trust and fostering a sense of teamwork within an organization. However, it's important for individuals to also advocate for themselves and ensure that their own needs are being met. Now, the third negotiation strategy is compromising. Compromising involves some concern for yourself and some concern for the other party. This is a give-and-take approach. No one totally wins or loses, and this strategy aims to find a middle ground between positions. Note that we're saying positions here are not interests. Compromises can be based on interests, Though unless they are identifiable, reciprocal concessions, the negotiation is expressed from positions and not interests. An example of the compromising strategy in negotiation is if two business partners negotiate on how to divide profits from a joint venture. If they each have different ideas on splitting earnings, they may compromise by agreeing to a middle ground that satisfies both parties. A compromise will often move negotiation forward. While this strategy may not lead to an ideal outcome for either party, it can be an effective way to avoid further conflict and find a solution. Another example is when two friends are trying to decide where to eat lunch. If one friend wants Italian food and the other one wants Chinese food, they can compromise by choosing a restaurant that serves both of their types of cuisine or by taking a pick of which restaurant they go to today and which restaurant they go to tomorrow. The fourth negotiation strategy is competing. Those who approach a negotiation with this strategy have a greater concern for their own outcome and a low concern for others. Using this strategy will look like tactics of threatening, misrepresenting, or asserting. Asserting here would involve making strong demands, or taking a firm stance on a position. This can include stating your needs and objectives clearly, and then not making any concessions. It could be emphasizing the strengths of your position. And 
With threats, those can look like ultimatums, such as walking away from the negotiation if your demands are not met. A competing strategy is when one party aims to win at all costs and does not want to put in the work of finding a win-win solution, regardless of the impact on the other party. For example, a company is negotiating a contract with a supplier, and the company insists on paying an extremely low price to the supplier's goods or services, even though it may not be sustainable for the supplier's business. This approach can often lead to damaged relationships and long-term negative consequences in reputation. Another example of the competing strategy is when two companies are bidding for a contract, and both companies are willing to do whatever it takes to win the contract. This means they may undercut their competition or offer unrealistic terms. These companies might make false promises or spread rumors about the competition on the extreme end. The last negotiation strategy is collaborating. I mentioned at the beginning that we were meshing together collaborating and cooperating, even though they are distinct in their own right. The reason for this is simple. Collaboration is referred to as an integrative or problem-solving strategy. Collaboration represents high concerns to reach desirable outcomes for others and yourself. If you have the desire to exchange meaningful and accurate information to reach the best agreement for all, you are being cooperative. In our first look at negotiation, we touched on crucial conversations and crucial negotiation, those exchanges with opposing opinions, strong emotions, or high stakes. If you enact the collaboration strategy in your negotiation, you will seek to reach common ground in as many areas as possible. You will aspire to develop mutually satisfying agreements, and you will care about the long-term goals of your partner and, of course, yourself. In this manner, your collaboration approach is going to help out on those crucial negotiations more so than any other strategy. An example of the collaboration strategy is let's say that there are, once again, two companies, and they are negotiating on a merger. Instead of each company simply trying to get the best deal for themselves, they collaborate to find a solution that benefits both companies equally and is the best outcome for the future mixed and integrated organization. They may share information about their respective strengths and weaknesses, and work together to structure a deal that maximizes the benefits for both parties. Through this example, there is creative problem-solving and a willingness to compromise on certain issues. This is quite unlike the competing strategy. In the competing strategy, parties are positioned against each other. There is an emphasis on win-lose outcomes, with gains and losses becoming more significant over time. The collaboration strategy is juxtaposed by means of emphasis on relationships and seeking win-win outcomes. These collaborating parties are mutually satisfied in the end. Another example of the collaborative strategy is when a manager works with an employee to find a solution to a recurring problem. If an employee is consistently missing deadlines, Instead of simply reprimanding the employee or firing the employee, 
the manager may collaborate with them to identify the root cause of the problem and work together to find a solution. If the employee continues to make mistakes in other areas, the manager can continue to collaborate with them and support their performance, leading to an employee who is grateful and growing. Plus, you have a manager who continues to hone their coaching and problem-solving skills. This approach creates a more positive and productive work environment and a more efficient organization. Now, if the employee continues to make a mistake after mistake after mistake, the manager would need to collaborate with the leadership team on how much work is being put into coaching this employee. The manager can ask themselves, does this employee have a history of success? Does this employee have a history of failed projects? Is this employee effective in other areas, and this is just a weak point? Or is this employee costing us valuable money? By having the manager collaborate with the leadership team, a resolution can be met, and either a performance improvement plan can be enacted, or an ultimatum can be provided to the employee to improve or leave the company. Overall, different situations will dictate different strategies, resulting in different outcomes. Using one negotiation strategy instead of another will have varied conclusions. So, what is your overarching objective in this negotiation? Do you want to build relationships? Do you want to get what you want? Do you want to win? Do you want to strengthen your future? Do you want to build upon your organization's future? Ask yourself, when was the last time I was avoiding a negotiation? When have I made accommodations? When did I try to compromise? When might I have been competing? And how can I collaborate? And before you walk into your next negotiation, ask yourself, what style or strategy will I use? Thank you for listening to another episode. If you're enjoying the show, open up the app you're listening to this on and hit the like or subscribe button and give a five-star rating. At least twice a week, you'll find a new episode asking you a new question so you can strengthen your emotional independence, improve your communication skills, and upgrade your personal philosophy. So if there's a question you'd like me to dive into next, send it to any of these social media accounts connected in the show notes here. This is all about how you level up.